What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Last, or no, what was it, Monday or Tuesday, we had Donald Trump on. When was it? Was that last week or this week? Time is gone. Um, but we had uh, Donald Trump on, and he said something that nobody picked up on. And it was my first comment after we hung up the phone. And I said, wow, that's a first. Well, somebody at the American Thinker picked up on it as well. And I have to give you their analysis of this. It's amazing. Amazing. And I think it will show you which side you should be on because you need to pick a side. And I don't mean for Donald Trump, against Donald Trump, Republican, Democrat, but good or evil. Which one is it? Freedom or fascism? We go there in 60 seconds. Ever imagine back when you were just turning into an adult that you'd be where you are today? Kids, maybe you have grandkids, responsibilities, assets, liabilities. I'm not selling out to the man, man. What about debt? No joke. Not kidding, folks. You remember how you always figured you weren't going to get into debt, especially credit card debt? I learned that from my, my parents. My parents cut up their credit cards, put them in a fire, and then set us down and went, these will destroy you. Uh, it's that that is it happens in life and you get behind and then you've got all this debt and you can't get out. Listen, more and more people are getting behind and 21 percent interest on those credit cards is the average in America. Right now, you can save $700 a month by going to American Financing. They are a family-owned mortgage company that can take your mortgage and you get a, um, you get a, uh, a consolidation loan. You take that cash, pay off those uh, credit cards. You could take years off of your indebtedness. Please, you can delay up to two months of mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days and save an average of $700 a month. What's not to check out here? American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So D. Parker wrote in... Um, in the American thinker, maybe it's finally dawning on the fascist far left that their projection tactic has limits and people have figured it out. Last Friday on the Glenn Beck radio program, President Donald Trump boldly stated what has been bloody obvious for quite some time, despite the lies and incessant projection. The anti-freedom far left is fascist. Given the incendiary nature of that charge, what he said was, this president and his administration is fascist. Okay? It was incredible because I know I was called into Roger Ailes' office when I said President Obama was a liar. And he said, nobody wants to hear that. You won't make any ground on that. And I'm like, but it's true. Uh, fascist? I would have gotten fired. Everybody to have a former president 
say this president is a fascist, which I believe is true, is remarkable. Never, I don't, has that ever been said before in the United States history? A former president saying something like that about a current president? It's an incredible thing. Well, um, given the incinerated nature of the charge, the nation's socialist media should have immediately lost it. But they didn't. A few short years ago, it would have been huge news, but instead there was the sound of virtual crickets. Why? Are we so divided that they aren't paying attention to the pro-freedom media anymore? Nope. Or does it portend something far worse for the anti-freedom authoritarians of the far left more than ever before? Listen to this. We'll also note they've spent decades trying to not deny that a National Socialist German Workers' Party was a National Social German Workers' Party. If you've had the misfortune of dealing with the far left over the past 80 years, you have been subject to their bluffing on some of the biggest lies. The anti-liberty authoritarians of the fascist far left have always projected their policies on the pro-freedom side of the political spectrum. They do this to divide and confuse the issue until it's too late to stop them from seizing full control over society, while boldly, without shame, accusing their political opponents of wanting to seize full control over society. They can get only limited mileage out of accusing their opponents of what they are doing before people start taking notice. That's what's happening. He's right on this. People are looking at this, and when you hear him say, these people are fascists, and that's why we have to silence them, you know, that's why I'm going to make these decisions without Congress. People are like, wait, I think that's what a fascist dictator does. Um, Now they're uh, on what is called in aviation circles, the back end of the power curve, where they are doubly screwed because further accusations by them will be seen as admissions. With their credibility destroyed, they can't even try the honesty approach. Every time I hear the president now say, honestly, folks, no, that's true. I'm not joking. I think whatever you just said was a lie. It might have been a lie about your dad and something your pop told you when you were growing up. You know, like, you know, my pop, my pop. And when I was growing up, he'd always sit me down and say, he said to me, Donald Trump will be the end of this country. Like your dad was dead before. (laughs) You know, and they were that obvious. Uh, But make no mistake, uh, the uh, article goes on. They are fascist despite the circular argument denials. If you spend any time around the anti-freedom far left, no doubt you've heard most of the excuses. They usually revolve around the uh, false assertion that they can't be fascist because they can't be fascist. Uh, Oh, okay. All right. Now, let me ask you. What is a fascist? What is the definition of fascism? Fascism is... Uh, public-private partnerships. Communism takes everything. 
But fascism lets people have the illusion that they own their own companies. But they're just directed by the state and told what to do. And the banks are told exactly who they can lend to, et cetera, et cetera. And you can have all of that stuff. But the minute you run afoul of what the state wants, you're done. He points out in this article, and I didn't even know this. This is so good. Uh, He said the stark reality is their ideology is built around public-private partnership characterized by one of the original thinkers of this, Mussolini, and Italy. He said it is um, epitomized by the labor charter, which was described in a front-page article in the New York Times, April 2nd, 1927. It's fascists proclaim charter of labor. Now listen to this. This is from the New York Times, 1927. Rome, April 21st. The fascist charter of labor embodying the fundamental principles of the fascist syndicalist state, which is being based primarily upon the theory of replacing the class struggle by a fruitful cooperation between capital and labor under direct state control. It was promulgated uh, tonight by Premier Mussolini at a special meeting of the Fascist Grand Council. The underlying idea of the Charter of Labor is that the state's undisputed right to directly control all forces of production, acting only as the guardian of both capital and labor, and establishing equality of rights and duties between them, compelling them to carry out their tasks for the common good, punishing infractions and maintaining peace between all of them at any cost. Huh. Does that sound like what Donald Trump is doing? Or does that sound like the Great Reset and Build Back Better? That is exactly what they are doing. Exactly what they're doing. So now let's just take this a little further. Does a fascist say more speech, not less? No. A fascist says my speech and any speech that agrees with me or no speech. Does a does a fascistic school system say to the parents you uh you have Control of your own child. Your child is your child. We're only here to assist you. Or does a fascistic uh, school uh, administration actually say, no, we're in charge of your of your child. You don't have rights to your child. We, because we are with the state, we decide what's right for your child. Listen to this. Island of Man government suspended sex education at schools after a drag queen allegedly forced a student to leave class for refuting the concept of 73 genders. So this kid said, that's not true. I think it was fifth grader. It's not true. He was forced to leave because this drag queen said, how dare you say this? A petition from parents and students have called for an immediate investigation into the curriculum. 
they wrote, we consider the attendance of a drag queen in class and alienating students clearly confused about the information discussed during this uh, session wholly inappropriate. The children as young as 11 were taught by a drag queen and told there were 73 genders. One kid raised her hand and said, this isn't true and it's upsetting to me. That student was asked to leave. Now, that's happening over in the island of man, this little teeny island. That You know this is happening in our schools. And we are under the belief that we still really have control of our schools. The Department of Education needs to be abolished. Every teacher that wants their credibility should quit their teacher's union under Randy Weingarten. Quit. Otherwise, you have no credibility with me. I'm sorry, but we're that we're at that point. <sighs> Try this on for size. There is an Arizona bill that would ban lewd books in schools. Now, remember. Who is the one banning books? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory has been edited and published not to what Raul Dahl wanted it to be, but to what the left wants it to be. Okay? That's, those aren't his words. That's like going in and, and changing Shakespeare and saying, well, he didn't really mean that. I, I think it's better if we do this. You don't do that. And not for clarity. Not because maybe he uses an old-timey word that we don't yeah, understand. Yeah. For agenda purposes. For agenda. And sometimes... Changing the story. Yes. Changing the actual Correct. function of what that Correct. paragraph was intended to do. Okay, so the uh, Arizona Senate Education Committee is having a hearing. And a teacher came up and was speaking at the hearing. Now, which one is the fascist? Which one is the fascist? The one that says, these books, and we've got audio. I'm not going to play it. We have audio of an 11-year-old testifying just reading one of these books, and it is the most uncomfortable thing that you've ever heard, okay? It should not be coming out of the mouth of an 11-year-old. And she got down, she said, look, I have a master's degree, because when I got certified, I was told I had to have a master's degree to be an Arizona certified teacher. We have advanced degrees. What do the parents have? Are we vetting their backgrounds to be parents? Are we allowing parents to choose the curriculum and the books that our children are going to read? That is a mistake. And I'm speaking from the heart. No, you're speaking from the position of authority that you have given yourself because you believe you're better than everyone else. That you have jurisdiction over my children because you have a certificate go to hell now am i the fascist for saying uh that's fascism right there that's fascism a group of people who say they know better making the decisions for my family and my children and cutting me out because i'm not qualified that is fascism 
more in a minute. First, let me tell you about Rough Greens. If you have a dog, uh, you know that he or she just isn't a dog or a pet. It's a family, family member. If you're a good pet owner, you care about your dog's health and happiness. And it starts at the basic level. What kind of nutrition is he getting? You know that kibble food is uh, some of the worst. I mean, it, it is by law uh, mandated that it has to be able to sit on a store shelf for two years without degrading. Okay. Uh, there's nothing. There's nothing alive in that. Okay. There's nothing. All the good stuff has been baked right out of that long ago. Rough Greens is not a dog food, but it is a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. And you sprinkle it on whatever your food that you are feeding your dog. If you're feeding your dog kibble food, this is a must. It has vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and antioxidants. You name it. If it is healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. The dogs love it. My dog does. Everybody who I know has Rough Greens, they all say the same thing. My dog eats. It's great. But you'll also see really amazing changes in your dog over the next six months or a year. I think it went for at least a year, year and a half before he kind of settled into that healthy dog thing. It was shocking, the differences I saw in my dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. You go there now, you get your first bag free. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or you can call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So let's continue our conversation on who's the fascist. Who's your fascist now, see? Who's the fascist? The ADL, which has lost all credibility. A new report from the ADL. The headline was all 25 U.S. extremism related murders last year were linked to U.S. right-wing extremists. Really? Wow. Now, this was printed not only by the Associated Press, but in Canada, the United Kingdom, India, okay? It's right-wingers that are doing all this. For example, 10 out of the 25 extremist murders last year were uh, uh, killed by Peyton Genron. He's the guy in Buffalo, they labeled him a right winger. Really? In his own handwriting, explaining the attack, this Buffalo mass murder labeled himself an eco-fascist national socialist and part of the mild, moderate authoritarian left. But the ADL says that he is a right winger. He hated capitalists he he did it because he says they're destroying the environment and you know we should just have fewer people does that sound like anything you've ever heard from from anybody on the right from any conservative no i hear that at the wef i hear that from people in this administration I hear that from Eric Holder uh, or uh, uh, Holdren. What's his name? Uh, the envi- no, no, no. The other guy, the environmentalist Holdren. Uh, Holdren. Yeah. Uh, I hear it from Holdren. 
The world has too many people. It wouldn't be bad if a bunch of people died. I heard that just from James Cameron recently. That's not right wing. You, you have to decide which is the light and which is the dark. Then they say uh, Anderson Lee Aldrich in Colorado Springs. He was a right winger. He accounted for five more of the 25 murders. Um, his attack happened at an LGBTQ plus bar. And that was white supremacist. Uh, you know, he was a white supremacist, had his web uh, um, website. But that doesn't mean you're right wing. You know, uh, white supremacists, you know, traditionally speaking, the Klan came from the Democrats. That would be left wing, right? But they leave out that uh, the murderer is non-binary and uses the pronouns they and them. Now, I don't think I ever heard from Rush Limbaugh or Donald Trump what his pronouns were other than he and him. This is a plot and which one is the fascist? Our sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. Kent lives in Arkansas. Every time it would rain, he'd be in so much pain that he just wanted to crawl into bed and cry. I have to tell you, I am so much like that. Uh, the only time my pain really comes roaring back is when we have a dramatic change. Good thing Texas never has 80 degrees and then 20 degrees the next day. Arrgh! Anyway, uh, he said that wasn't the worst of it. The truth is Kent never had a day where something didn't hurt. By the time he stumbled on the drug-free relief factor uh, while listening to this show, he was awfully close to ending it. You know, just I'm... I'm in despair. I'm just not going to go on. He said, I, I was at the point where I said, I'm never going to have a good day again. But he heard me and he tried it. And you know what? Not even a rainy day gets to him anymore. His pain started to disappear and it's been kept at bay ever since. Kent got his life back. Will you please try this? Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, relief. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, what is the definition of a fascist? What what does it mean if you're called a fascist? Well, it uh, it means public-private partnership. That privately people can own whatever they want, but they have to do certain things uh, that the government tells them to do or they're in trouble. Now, try this. President Biden's plan to plow billions of dollars into semiconductor manufacturing represents a sharp turn in American economic policy. One aimed at countering China by building up a single critical industry. But Biden is going even further. He's using the money to change how corporations behave. If semiconductor manufacturers want a piece of the $40 billion from the administration, they will need to provide child care for their employees. 
run their plants on low emission sources of energy, pay union wages for construction workers, shun stock buybacks, and potentially share certain profits with the government. That is a public-private partnership. That is the definition of fascism. If you're not clear on that, you need to do some more homework. Now, look at, look at what we have in front of us today. From the New York Times, Washington, one of President Biden's most ambitious proposals, a $400 billion program to forgive student loan debt for 40 million Americans could become the latest victim of a legal tug-of-war with the Supreme Court over the powers of the presidency. Over the powers of the presidency. Conservative justices on the court signaled Tuesday that they are deeply skeptical that Mr. Biden has the power to wipe out such vast amount of student debt. What? How was our government set up? There are three branches, and they're all checks and balances. The reason we're out of balance is because Congress, and the founders never saw this happening, gave their power to the executive branch. So it's like a merging of of two branches into one. It's just a showpiece. You don't hear them actually debate. There's like six people that come up with the bills. Then they force people to uh, vote uh, yes for them. They're not informed of what the bill even is. That's not representational government. You got six people in the Congress and they're doing the bidding of the administration. And th- all the bills that passed... They just give more money to the administration, and then the administration makes the laws and the rules that you have to live by. Again, that is fascism. So he's saying that he can just wipe out the debt of 40 million Americans. Our checks and balances system is broken because Congress is no longer a check on the president. The president is no longer a check on Congress. And now it's just Congress is the administrative state and the last holdout hope for the Constitution, which the job of the Supreme Court is to say, is this constitutional or not? It is definitely not constitutional for the for the executive office to have the most power. Uh, He said the New York Times goes on. It was not the first time the court has suggested that Mr. Biden has overstepped his authority. He didn't overstep it. He seized it. There's a siege on the Constitution. Uh, But this case has the potential to curtail Mr. Biden's ambitions, just as newly empowered Republicans in the House have vowed to block his every move in Congress. During Mr. Biden's first two years in office, court blocked him from enacting key parts of his agenda, including sweeping measures to address climate change, vaccine requirements at large companies, and a ban on evictions uh, during the pandemic. Look, the conservative court will say the president cannot do this. And, uh, you know, the left should celebrate because... I mean, unless you know something about the elections, I don't know. And you're denying when uh, the next election comes and God forbid for you, it's a Republican. You don't want the president to have this kind of power. 
We don't want the president and the administrative state to be able to control every aspect of your life, period. This is something that all Americans used to understand and all Americans used to stand for. I so strongly disagree with you, but I will fight to my last breath for your ability to say it. We used to understand if there is a civil rights abuse anywhere on anyone, it's a civil rights abuse on everyone. But we don't do that anymore. Why? Because the parties knew they could weaponize us. We're being used now. Fascistic. Why is our Second Amendment in existence? I don't ask you to agree with it or not. Why is it in existence? It wasn't because of sports. It was to protect yourself against an out of control government. That's clear why they put that in there. Because the king wanted to take away everybody's arms. Okay? So you have no power against a king. And I can't stand the argument that says, oh, you know what? Well, we got fighter jets and everything else. Well, the Taliban sure held up, didn't it? Huh. They, wow, they're in charge of the country now. Why? Be- not because they had a big missile program, but because they had small arms. So why do we have that? For protection against an out-of-control government. What is the very first thing that fascists do when they get into office? They abolish the right to bear arms in country after country after country. Once they disarm people, then it's over. They can do whatever they want because they no longer fear the backlash. Because they no longer fear you at the ballot box. That's clear. The only thing they fear is there's more of us than there is of them. Biden said yesterday that he is going to ban salt weapons and high capacity magazines come hell or high water. He then um, uh, announced that the Justice Department would give $231 million to states used for crisis intervention. Now, that is that means strengthen the red flag programs. These awards will support the kinds of crisis intervention programs that we know that will save lives and help protect children, families and communities across the country against senseless acts of gun violence. That's not true. That's not true. Red flags, red flags, he said, will only save lives if community members effectively use this tool. Today's announcement gives states funding to educate the public about extreme risk protection orders that train law enforcement and other officials regarding this intervention. This means I'm in a divorce. My wife knows how much guns mean to me. She could say he's a danger to us and the family, and I don't even get a chance to respond. They're just gone. They're gone. Are you kidding me? Did you ever read anything about the Stasi? When the police have control and you can just swear out something and say, I'm I'm telling you, I saw this and they can come in and take it from you and you don't have any right left. You're in fascism. You're in a gulag state. 
by the way, we have armed, we have armed the USDA. We have armed federal agents that are going out and talking to farmers with cows. Why? Why? Why do we have this? This state is growing out of control. Right now, yesterday, we are asking for emails involving Trump, you know, amongst the FBI. The FBI said, we can't do that. It's going to take us six years. No, it's not. No, it's not. You've got a heap of money. Hire a bunch of people. Get it done. When is somebody just going to say, get it done? Marilyn Garland, he wants to grow it even more. He said, we just don't have enough personnel. We just need to hire more FBI agents. No, we don't. There's a probe on Capitol Hill into January 6th. We now know that the FBI was involved. We still can't get any answers, but we know they were involved. We know that they had information. They know, we know now that the Capitol Police had the information. We know that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer had that information, that this was a real and credible threat. And yet the police and FBI did nothing. Why is that? Why is that? Is it so hard to believe that maybe they thought, well, we can put them down, but this will cause so much trouble? God only knows. Maybe they will kill Mike Pence. (laughs) How great would that be for our side? Not that Mike is dead, but we could say, look at these killers. They immediately, immediately started calling it the worst attack since the Civil War. They knew they wanted it. They'll use it. The FBI is a tool now for the fascistic state. Unfortunately, I have to say, you know, I've, I just read a story yesterday from... Uh, I don't remember which news organization it was, but it was talking about how the FBI agents. Well, there's one in today's story, too, uh, in today's headlines. By the way, get my show prep every day. There's so much I don't have time to cover. Today's show prep is unbelievable. Um, just get it. Sign up for it. It's free at glenbeck.com. It's free. Glenbeck.com. Please, if you want to stay informed, read that every morning. But there's a story in there uh, today about how the FBI agents were fighting the FBI brass over the Donald Trump thing. And they were told, sit down and shut up. Well, you know what, guys? I'm sorry. I I think all of you need to be out of a job. If I were president, I would clean house and shut the FBI down. If I was president, here's my policy. Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? Reset to factory settings. And there's just not enough of you that are willing to speak out. What is it going to take before you will admit the corruption? Because the more corrupt it becomes, the more corrupt you become. I just urge you. Tolerate. No lives, uh, no lies in your life. No lies. If there is corruption in your life, get rid of it. Clean it up. Stand 
where God wants you to stand because fire is coming and only the things that have already been purified, the refiner's fire, it burns out all the infection. It burns out all of the imperfections in in things like gold. That refiner's fire is coming to each of our lives. Clean it out now because that fire does not destroy things that are true and good. Memories can be kind of a time travel back into the past. Old photos, home videos, they can transport you instantly back to a time in the past. And it'll make you feel as though you're, you're really there. I've got to show you these photos. Remember we were talking about B.B. King yesterday? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I've got the B.B. King photos. Oh! You will not believe it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I had to send them into Legacy Box because I, I, you know, I'm losing everything. Um, and we started, what, about a year ago with uh, mom and dad's photos because they're a lot older and their videotapes. Now we've got to start really buckling down and getting ours finished. Legacy Box will help you do that. You must be your family's archivist. It is so important. Put your photographs, your old videotapes and everything else in a box that they'll send you. And they do the hard work of digitizing it, putting on a flash drive or CD or on the cloud, however you want it. And then it's preserved forever. It's safe and sound, as are the originals. They come back to you. They never leave the country and they come back to you safe and sound. For a limited time only, you can get a legacy box by going to LegacyBox.com slash Beck at a 50% discount. That's huge legacybox.com shop now get the 50 percent off the sales not going to last long you don't have to send it in right away they'll send you the box and send when you're ready legacybox.com slash beck glenn beck Welcome back to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Um, you know, when you talk about cashless bail, you know, it's people that are hauled in and, uh, you know, they've done something. Maybe just beat up a homeless person or something simple like that. And then they get no bail and they go out and beat somebody else up in the subway, right? Happens all the time. All the time. King County Judge. King County Judge. This is in Seattle. Released a man pre-trial who was accused of killing one person and shooting six others in downtown Seattle. He may be walking the streets of Seattle today. He's going to have to wear an ankle bracelet and oh. live with his grandmom. Well, you can't shoot someone with an ankle bracelet on. I know, I know. Um, the uh, Seattle Times attributes the chief criminal judge, Karen Donahue, for doing this. He's uh, not yet been convicted of the crime. Uh, which caused one death and six injuries. But he also has a history of violating court orders and a rap sheet that includes illegal gun possession. Oh, um, and by the way, um, he's also uh, also been charged with um, spousal abuse. So he's violent mm. to people. This is great. Great. Package. This is good. I think in Seattle, you know, how many people do you have to murder? How many people do you have to? almost kill because you were on a shooting rampage and at least have to have bail to get out. Now they keep saying, oh, we're not going to defund the police, but they don't 
run away from end cash bail. That's something they're they're locked into and admitting to this day. And that is probably the two biggest problems that are causing violence in our cities.